With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to The Edge with your boy, Micah Parsons, live in the Bleacher Report app. Uh, as always, drop any questions and comments that you have for me. I'll respond during the show, during and a little bit after um, but y'all know it's a great week when you always got the win victory Monday and let's get straight into it. Cowboys Panthers way to get a win on the road. I know it's been rough for us on the road. We had two crucial wins, but we also had two crucial losses Well, three with the Arizona 49ers and obviously the Eagles, but to get a big one on the road, that's huge. Um, they said I had added motivation, uh, quiet people from my standards last week. I w- and I would say, yeah, like, I- obviously I was not happy about how I played and things like that and just other factors. But, you know, for me, it was just about being locked in and focused and not having that come again. And then just, you know, there's always some naysayers when they always want to raise up more of your failures and what you're not doing than what you're actually doing and um, competing. So uh, you, it's always good to put, you know, some hush to the music. You feel me? Um, obviously tied my career high of two and a half sacks. J. Ron Kurt stole my half a sack. Um, we still arguing to this day, to this moment. We've been arguing all yesterday, all today on who should get the full sack. Obviously, none of us is going to get that full sack now. So it is what it is. But, you know, there was actually a, a funny story about the game yesterday. And it was really just about me and the C4. And I know everybody's been hearing about it. And this is what really happened. And I don't think people understand. So Marquise Bell comes up to me. and was like, hey, man, take this C4. This will have you go for like three sacks, right? And I was like, man, I, I'm good, bro. Like, I don't need that stuff. So then, you know, he's like, man, just take it straight to the head. Here goes scuba powder. So he scoops a scuba C4. And he's, you know, he you know, cuts it off at the top. So it's just a, you know, a regular uh, leveled off scoop of C4. And I'm like, man, like, and I seen other people take it. They like, so I'm like, you know what? Like if everybody doing it and listen people, and this is why I say don't fall for peer pressure, right? Because this is like mad true of like regular peer pressure. If it's alcohol, if it's any other narcotic or whatever, and it's not something that you do, please do not do it, right? But basically he, you know, scooped that powder, right? And uh. I was like, man, I see everybody doing it. And I do want to go off today. So let me just take this C4, right? So I took it and I tried to swallow it. No water, no nothing. Like just regular C4 powder. And I was like, oh, oh man, like sheesh. And I drank my water. I was like, man, that doing was strong. But I, I instantly I felt like zipped up. Like, ooh, like cool. Anyway, you know, and I took it like already after I warmed up. So I didn't like do no 
warm up with that C4 like nothing, right? And uh, so I hit the field, right? And, you know, I still don't feel it. I'm telling you by within the first three plays, my heart was like, I'm like, yo, oh. I'm like, and like, I, like I'm, I'm pushing through it because I'm like, maybe I got to get my second win, right? I'm like, man, I got to get my second win. That's all it is. Like, because you know how it is, like, when you, especially like when you come in a week, like, maybe I just didn't run enough. Like, but I was like, nah, my condition is not this bad. Like, there's just no way. Like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm getting to the sideline. I'm like, coach, I can't breathe, dog. Like, I, like, this is crazy. Like, my heart's on fire. He's like, are you good to go? I said, no. Like, give me some help, bro. They like, they like, what? I'm like, Jim, what do I do? I'm going to the train. I'm like, bro, what? like, it felt like, like, I don't know if people ever felt like it's like when you get, I don't know, I don't really understand, but when you get to some point where you've never been, like, I just didn't know how to react. It's like, man, eat food, drink a lot of water, drink a lot of water. So I was like, man, I was, so I was just drowning stuff. And bro, when I tell you, like, my man, he's like, just breathe, bro, go get the oxygen. But anyway, I was like, bro, I just got to throw up. Like, that's the only way. So I went to the side and I felt my diaphragm just keep expanding. And I just pulled that trigger. Right before I pulled that trigger. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I'm cool off the, the C4 life. But honestly, I might have to get another like half scoop or maybe like a small little bit of C4. Cause that thing did have me like wired as heck. But <laughs> whatever, bro. Like, just be careful when you trying new stuff. Like when you try new stuff, just be mad careful. Be mad careful. Cause like I was scared for my life for a little bit. Obviously, I'm okay. Uh nothing's wrong, but Hey, when you're taking some stuff you ain't never take before, just be very, very careful. But anyway, that that's kind of like my story of, you know, listening to my teammates because they wanted to see my success. And I'd never do that again. Point blank period. Like that, that, that's over for me. But my typical pregame routine is like I'm just warming up. Like I don't really take no supplements. Like I don't do nothing. Like I'm not really a like supplement powder, anything like I'm just wired from the get go. Like that's just how my mind is. Like that's just not even me. So for me to go down and try to do that, I really came outside my body frame and just goes to show you, like I just gotta keep being me. I just gotta keep being me because he almost put me out, bro. He put me out, bro. I'm coughing, choking, like all this stuff. Like I was going insane. So just be very, very careful about trying new things. But on other hands, I want to give a big shout out to my man Deron Bland, tied the NFL record for the most pick scissors in the season. I truly believe he will break the record this year. I truly believe. And, I mean, what he's doing right now is special. And my guy, Trey, said he should be the defensive player of the year conversation. I said that yesterday. And without a doubt, he should be in defensive player of the year conversation. I mean, 100%. And this is where I get kind of mad at the league because it makes it so hard. Like, we don't really give the awards to the best players. We just get it for the best category. So, like, defensive player of the year is always going to go to a rusher. Most times, unless someone has an insane year, like, MVP is always going to go to a quarterback. Uh, the offensive player of the year is always going to go to a, either uh, a receiver or a running back, but it never goes out to usually the best player. So that's kind of like where I get mad. If he doesn't come into conversation, it's quite annoying. He should be. The odds should be in his favor. I mean, we haven't seen something he's doing since 72, maybe. It was like a crazy stat. He's one of four people ever to have four uh, interception returns for touchdowns. Like, he's playing at the same level. He's not giving up a lot of yards. I mean, we're just, we're just, 
blown away by the production he's putting up, bro. I mean, he he's unbelievable, and he needs to be in the conversation at the end of the day. I mean, honestly, he needs to be in that MVP conversation. Like, I think this is beyond defensive player of the year. He should be in a lot of conversations. He should be waking people up, and that's point blank, period. And if you say, well, you know, he has to do it for, and I understand, right? He doesn't have the name. He doesn't have things like that, but he's building that. He's waking everybody up. He should be in that conversation. You know, this ain't a celebrity contest. He's playing great football right now. He should be an all-pro, pro bowler locked, and he should be out of a conversation for defense player of the year and MVP without a doubt. Let's not just keep giving these awards away um, to rushers and quarterbacks and things like that. Let's expand on this and start giving it to the players that actually deserve these MVPs. Uh, Tyreek Hill, i seen a crazy stat on him, too, this week. He's the first receiver ever to have over 1,200 yards within, like, the first 10, 11 games. Like, that's absurd, bro. Like, that's absurd. Like, he should be MVP, but yet Tua's up for MVP. Tua wasn't doing this without Tyreek Hill. And yes, they're a tandem, and yes, they're, they're great together, but Tyreek Hill's still making... The, what he's doing after the catch is quite just unbelievable. Like, are we serious? Like, I seen a picture of five people around this man. He outran everybody. Like, two is not doing that work. Those is yards that Tyreek Hill's getting. Yes, he's getting the ball to his hands, but at this point, I believe I can get the ball to Tyreek Hill. Let me be your quarterback, Tyreek. You're making this job look so easy. Like, you're so good, bro. Like, no doubt about it, you should be in this MVP conversation. We need to change how we look upon these things because, what receivers are doing after the catch and things like that is just truly amazing. So that's one thing we got to do is switch up the conversation. Give, give, get, let's give it to the best players who truly deserve it. What was my assessment of Bryce Young after playing against him? I still think Bryce has great potential. I think he's a good player. Uh, like I said before, he just doesn't have a lot around him. The lineman, his old line could be a little bit better. His receivers, besides Adam Thielen, who is consistently making big play after big play for him in crucial moments, I don't see a lot there, you know, uh, or at least I, their system is not building enhanced um, to build there. They have a great run game, a uh, great quarterback. They just got to keep building their system and keep getting better and better. And I think Bryce Young, he can turn that organization around, but it's hard to put, I don't know however Bryce Young is, but a rookie quarterback to flip a whole organization in one year, it's just, we just never seen that be done before. I mean, Burrow was flashing, Deshaun Watson is flashing, CJ Stroud is flashing, but at the end of the day, they're still taking losses because they're still catching up, right? So I still think he has a good chance. I think C.J. Stroud is going to make playoffs, but he also has help. Their defense is playing at a super high level. DeMarco Ryan, the offensive coordinator, are playing at a super high level and coaching at a super high level, and it just makes everything work better. Bryce Young's 22, and the odds of us expecting him to turn down a franchise who's been having top 10 pick after top 10 pick after top 10 pick around in one year, the odds are just not likely, you know? So let's give Bryce Young time. I think he will be a good quarterback in this league. He just needs time. And he's way faster than what people think. I'm telling you right now, he is way faster than what people think. There was a point where he took off on me, and I was like, and I would say I'm pretty fast. And y'all would agree with me, I'm pretty fast. And he took off on me. And I was very shocked. He's way faster than people think. He moves better in the pocket than what people think. Uh, he's an extremely good player. Let's get into the NFL, what y'all come here to be. Enough about the Cowboys, because we're always going to talk about the Cowboys. But let's get into the Bills. Uh, the Bills lost to the Broncos 24-22 on Monday night. Um, Josh Allen said 15 for 26, 177 yards, one touchdown, two interception. And there was some controversy on Twitter. Uh, from my dog, my brother, uh, Trayvon, he said, man, 14, kind of get up out of there. Followed by, let's not forget, he didn't start going off to uh, bro got there. What are my thoughts? 
Um, I wish Trey was on the show so he could kind of do this for him. And I, I'm never uh, bashing Trey because that, obviously that's my brother. And, you know, I always say, you know, I'll tell him if he's in the wrong. But in his statements, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if Stefan Diggs got to lead Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is making mistakes and that, that tends to happen. You know, he does make mistakes sometimes, but he is a good quarterback. And, you know, Josh Allen did start separating himself when Stefan Diggs got there. So is he wrong? No. But sometimes, you know, our emotions get the best of us. His emotions tend to make him do that, I would say. Because, you know, you don't want to bring controversy to another team. And obviously when you're family, right? Stefan and Trey's family. It brings controversy and turmoil in the locker room. And I know Steph and Josh probably squashed them. Like, listen, uh, we got to focus on our season. But it kind of brings in outside noise and uh, negativity and things like that. So is Trey wrong? No, he's not. But is he wrong to put on Twitter and uh, storm it? it? You can say that, you know, if, if you're looking from the negative aspect, you know. So that's kind of my thoughts. I just think the timing of it was wrong because when they're clicking, is good, right? Everything's always good when it's clicking, when it's working, when, you know, Steph has 1,400 yards in a year, when he has touchdown passes, everything. It's a special duel, and we all know that. Steph and Josh has a special relationship on the field, and no one can break that up. Uh, but when it's not clicking, we just can't always uh, flip the page and say it's not working and the trade. You know, that's kind of always the uh, easy way out. You know, you got to live through the good and the bad. Uh, and, and that's just the reality of it. And I think that's kind of been going on in a generation. Like, oh, we hate something. We don't like it. All right, let's just give up. Let's let, let's move on. Let's go to another situation. But in reality, what we all know, the grass ain't always green on the other side. So always remember that, people, don't give up. Uh, I know things get ugly, and you may not be in a situation where you want to be, but grass ain't always greener. Um, and you just got to always keep praying and wishing for the best for them outcomes and turn it around because that builds character, that builds adversity, that builds everything, overcoming. It builds commitment. It builds discipline. So many factors in your life that I, I hope people don't keep passing up on. Um, Bills followed up with a big win over the Jets. They followed their OC, Ken Dorsey. The Bills are 6-5 and five with a big stretch coming up. Will they make the playoffs? I do believe the Bills are talented enough to make the playoffs. They are good. I think Josh Allen realized his mistakes, and I think he's turned around with the game he played against the Jets. He's limiting where he wants to put. He's not uh, forcing things. I think when you have crazy abilities, crazy arm talent, you have all these tangibles, and you kind of so used to making highlight plays, right? And I think Mahomes had to adjust to this, right? When he had Tyreek Hill, he was kind of making crucial mistakes, and... It got to the point last year where he was like, all right, I don't have Tyreek here now, so now I have to play smart football, right? So when you have to play smart football, and th- and this is where I think Josh Allen is learning. When you have to play smart football, uh, you kind of just got to take what the defense gives you. Uh, people are adjusting to Josh and doing things like that, and I think he has to take, he has to do more smart football. Taking what the defense gives him, getting off the field, don't force the turnovers, don't force it downfield, and just make them actually beat you, make their offense beat your defense. You have a great defense, you have a great offense, uh, don't kill yourself. Uh, and that's the nature of the game. It's a game of inches. Do not kill yourself. So I think if Josh Allen continues to play at a good level and he has a tough schedule coming up, he even plays us, um, he can push this team to make playoffs, um, especially because we saw what's going on with uh, Deshaun Watson um, and we see what's going on with the Bills. So there's going to be a way for them to get in. They just have to keep winning and playing smart football. And speaking of Deshaun Watson and Joe Burrow, 
I mean, these QB injuries are ridiculous. They announced Joe Burrow is out for the remainder of the season with a torn ligament. Deshaun Watson has soon season-ending shoulder uh, surgery. Uh, and here's a list of the QBs out for this season. What do these injuries say about the current? What do these injuries say about the current state of the league? All right, let's look at it. Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Anthony Richardson, Aaron Rodgers. It's saying that as much as you try to and and QBs are the most protected players in the NFL. You can't prevent some of these things. Uh, some of these things is just nature of the game, right? And, and that's just reality of it. Uh, the injuries suck, right? We would love to see what the Jets look like with Aaron Rodgers. We would love to see what a healthy Burrow looks like. And we kind of saw it for a little bit while, when he came back from his calf injury. We started seeing uh, Deshaun Watson turning things around in Cleveland. Um, he was winning. So it, it, it sucks. But you know the beautiful about it? You start to see that verse. You see these teams turn around and they have to work with what you have, right? I think Josh Jobs is doing a great job of working with he has, stepping into these roles. And you kind of get that superhero and villain look about the NFL, right? Can a guy come in and step up? And I think we're going to see that with the Jets, uh, especially with the Zach Wilson situation. Zach Wilson has now been moved to third string quarterback. And it's tough, right? Everyone knows on the show that I'm rooting for Zach Wilson. I want Zach Wilson to succeed and things like that. I think the biggest thing for Zach Wilson, if he wants to continue to be in this league, he's going to have to learn. And I don't know what's going on in their building. And I'm just saying from my point of view and what I'm seeing, he's got to learn how to make others around him better and find a way to get the ball. And it it sucks. For QB, you take a lot of blame, right? I don't think Zach's terrible. Um, as, As much as everyone else does, I just don't think he plays with the same passion and emotion of other people, you know, when I watch Patrick Mahomes play, I see the excitement. I see effort. Like I just see the energy. Like he he wants it. Like you see the guts. You see even out of C C J Stroud, a young player that has ball. He's like, get the ball back to me. I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna score. Right? You see that out of these players. I just don't see that as Zach. He doesn't have the same confidence, and it sucks because so many people stripped his confidence. Right? And he had the only people that believed in him, and and that's Coach Sala, who said, I'm not moving on from Zach. He's playing well. He's doing the small things. When those people go away from you, that's kind of sad. It's sad, to be honest with you. And, and you kind of hate that. And I don't know what Zach did besides, based off what he's doing on Sunday, to get these people to go away from him. Um, Maybe he's not living in the system, his confidence. He don't trust himself. I don't know what it is, but Zach, if you want to continue to be in this league, you have to turn a page. You have to find a way to believe in yourself. You have to find a way to turn yourself around because there's people that believed in you. You want to win second pick for nothing. There's people that believed in you. There's people in that building that believed in you. You got to believe in yourself. You got to find a way to become a winner. The best way to be, you be the best third string possible and you find a way to uh, still find a way to be on that team because right now it's not positive and I know what that mind is like, right? I know what it's like to not have no one believe in you, but you actually had people that believed in you, had that your back, and you just didn't take advantage of it. So now you got to find a way to stay in this league and now that's the really hard part and how to get those people to believe in you again and that's really harder. So I just wish my best wishes for Zach Wilson um, because it's a tough spot to be in, especially because Rodgers said he was aiming to come back in late December. Now at this point, with a 4-6 and record should Aaron Rodgers come back probably not the odds of them um I I'd love to see what Tim Boyle do and I might come back to this next week uh to see how it affects and what the difference is him in the lineup um but if they don't win games here soon they might as well save Rodgers 
And they said they were pursuing Devontae Adams and wait for that tandem to get back together if they even let Devontae Adams go. So I think with Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson and a bunch of the others, this might be, I mean, they already got a superstar team, but this might put it over the top. I mean, this would just be outright ridiculous, and it probably wouldn't be fair for the rest of the league. Uh, just having a uh, number one, I mean, it's almost like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith at this point, but uh, obviously uh, a little bit better with Devontae Adams because I, I still believe he's a one of the top receivers in this game, and he's, I mean, the stuff he does is just insane. So it'll be things. But a guy just talked about C.J. Stroud. Everyone's talking about his pregame routine. What is the advantage of warming up to every sport, right? I think every sport has uh, its blessings and the curse, right? Baseball, warming up the shoulders. Basketball, I don't know what the basketball is. CJ's out there looking like he actually got a stroke game, like he could shoot. Uh, he still has yet to beat me in basketball, and I'm going to just put that out there like that. Uh, but I think it has it has a th- great thing. Like, I was in the offseason, I always do wrestling. We did boxing and things like that. It just works and infiltrates other muscles that you weren't working on game day. Things like that. Wrestling, your hands, uh, you know, hips, uh, leverage, things like that that you want to keep intact, uh, keep into your game. If I say CJ could go pro at another sport, he would probably say basketball. And I would say basketball, too. CJ's a competitor. Uh, he's always going to want to. The big moments, he doesn't shy from them. You see it early on in his rookie career. I mean, I mean, I think that could truly be special. Uh, CJ probably go pro at basketball. And the Texans got the win over Arizona. CJ did throw three interceptions. I'm not phased by it. I mean, it happens to the best, and he still won. Uh, but this was his response. Steph, don't stop shooting. I'm going to let, keep letting it ride. And that's 100%. That's the type of confidence that you want Zach Wilson to have. CJ has Tom Brady confidence, Patrick Mahomes confidence. I was watching the QB show and Patrick Mahomes is like, man, they playing down. I'm about to let it rip. At, at the end of the day, you got to. You got people to keep respecting it. I mean, he just threw for 400, 500. I mean, multiple 300 games. The kid's special. Uh, he should never doubt confidence. A couple bad reads doesn't face him. He's still a legit. He's still in the MVP conversation. He's turning around his organization. Uh, and that's the type of, well, you should love that confidence in your quarterback. Without a doubt. I mean, he's a special player. And he's gifted. The Broncos have won four straight games. The next two games are Browns and Texans. Is Russell Wilson back? Absolutely. I think I'm glad to see Russ proving people wrong. I mean, he's dying. He's been efficient this year. He's been doing everything. And that goes to show you how good of a coach Sean Payton is, right? Uh, this is a completely different Russell Wilson. He's managing the clock. I mean, Russell Wilson is playing extremely good football. And I don't want people to confuse that. He is winning games. He's proving people wrong. And a lot of people said earlier in the year that they should get rid of him. They should trade him away, let him go, and just, you know, try to get probably Caleb Williams, Drake Mays, or whatever these young guys in the draft. And I'm so glad that I'm seeing his success because he's a God-loving and fearing man, and I'm loving to see what he's doing right now. And I think, think the Broncos can make a push. I think the AFC side is very lopsided right now, especially with a lot of injuries coming from that side. And I definitely think there's that creates a lot of opportunities for them. So we'd love to see that. Uh, and, and that brings up to another guy, Caleb Williams, a guy um, that we've been talking about. Caleb Williams lost his third straight game over the weekend. Uh, was that his final game of his career? Uh, it could be. And that sucks. He's not playing in the New York's game. I don't think. And the season's about over. Once he finishes his year, I mean, there's no big game opportunity for him. I don't think his draft stock can go any higher. I don't really think it could go lower. Um, and at, at this base, he should do his best for him in his career. You know, they're probably going to some techno bowl or something like that. Hey, Caleb, just go get your money. Go be great. Whatever. Finish the year out strong with your team. 
and uh, you know, go do his best for you and your family at this point. Um, and, and I and I feel bad for him. Uh, I seen him cry. That competitor in him. I think he's gonna be a. I think he's gonna be a really good NFL quarterback. Um, and he should go do his best for him. Here's the current draft order. Let's look at the odds. Um, where he could probably go. Honestly, I think there's a big opportunity for the Patriots to trade up and get him. Um, or maybe even the Giants. I think the Giants um, or the Patriots have a great opportunity to go trade up and get him because I do not think uh, the Chicago Bears would take a quarterback, especially how good uh, Justin Fields was playing. And now, I mean, honestly, that was a crazy Can we talk about that Lions game, Lions versus Chicago for a second? They were up 12 points with three minutes left. If that doesn't tell you a lot about the Lions um, and who they can be in this uh, playoffs and who we have to face, that is a team that doesn't fear anything. They were down 12. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson ended the game. The Lions are playing at an extremely high level. I've I seen Eminem talking about them. That's a team people should be scared of. Uh, that's a team that didn't give up. And, I mean, that was a special and gutsy win. I mean, golly, uh, that was that was great question. But Justin Fields played really good that game. And I think Justin Fields will continue to keep getting better and better. I do think the Chicago Bears will get Marvin Harrison for Justin Fields. Marvin Harrison and DJ Moore will be a special tandem. Um, and, and that's something to see. But the great news is, guys, guess what? Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh, oh, if this is one of my favorite holidays. And it just gives us a moment. And and I just want to give you a moment to be thankful for. Oh, I'm so thankful for my family. I'm thankful for uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm thankful for all of Cowboys Nation. Uh, I'm thankful for my, oh, my sweet little baby girl. Oh, Mimi. That's my heart and soul right there. Um, people, I, I just always say, take a moment and, you know, get out. Sometimes get outside the present of your life and just give a moment what you're thankful for. Uh, you should always say what you're thankful for every day. But this is a thankful opportunity. You have your family and friends around. And obviously you have the most delicious meal of the people which you're thankful for. And you break bread. If I had to give my top five favorite sides, right? My top five favorite sides. And I'm all about the combination. The combination. Like, I know some people don't like their food touching, Right. I love my food touch. So, like, all my foods have to be collashed together type. So, I'm going to put it like this, right? So, five will probably be my stuffing, and it has to have the gravy on it, right? The stuffing gravy has to be mando. Mando. Um, stuffing, and you got to put stuffing slash gravy. It's combination, combination, combinations. Everything's about the combination, right? Um, yes, there we go, right? Number four. We have to go. Uh, people, I'm glad someone said fried turkey. People do not know about fried turkey. You gotta have turkey with a little bit of gravy. But honestly, you could do turkey with a little bit of gravy. But I'm the type of guy I like turkey with uh, the yam sauce, the yam juice. You take the turkey with the yam juice, right? Um, your sweet potato juice. So say turkey, sweet potato juice, turkey with the sweet potato juice. Food always got a touch, right? So that'll be number four, right? Um, number three for me would definitely be about, uh, Ooh, I would say the cream corn, the cream corn, uh, yam juice with the turkey, yam juice slash turkey, the cream corn. When you have a delicious cream corn, oh man, oh man, oh, cream corn. All right. Number two, um, collard greens and hot sauce. If you don't got collard greens in your plate, like true 
ghetto out the south, uptown vibe, collard greens with red hot. Oh, I, I can't even come to your Thanksgiving. I can't come. I can't come. You're not like, like, come on. You got to have the collard greens with the red hot. Collard greens with the red hot, right? Um, And then, uh, and then number one, when I tell you this is this is what gets the huh huh, you feel me? Um, you gotta get the mac and cheese with the yams, and you gotta put it together for the combination. The combination, the mac and cheese and yams go together. If your mac and yams aren't together, I question you. If you don't got yams and mac together, hey, you're just not normal. Um, you're just not normal. You can't be at my Thanksgiving. I'm not coming to your Thanksgiving. Um, but this is this is what a real plate looks like. This is a real plate. My plate be about uh, I'm gonna be two fit. I'm gonna be like two sixty next week after this game. I'm glad we 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 get a week off because this is about to be crazy, right? That is the top five for me, uh, without a doubt, without a doubt. That is my top five. Argue with your mama. That's the top five. Period. Mac and cheese and yams together. Period. They gotta touch. They gotta touch. They just go well. Um, too well together. I would say. You know, my favorite thing about Thanksgiving, truly, is when all my family comes in. It, it's really the game nights. Like, the games that me and my family play. Honestly, if your Thanksgiving don't got Tunk, um, Spades, you know, maybe Charades, some Scattergories, something like that, your Thanksgiving really ain't hit. Y'all really ain't that close. My my Thanksgiving got all of that, and it's just all family laughing, joking, uh, and things like that. That's the best part of Thanksgiving, uh, catching up with your family. And obviously the throwback stories. The throwback stories of your uncles, your moms, and them is too great. It's something that I can't, I can't, uh, it's something that's just, it's it's untouchable to me. And, I, and a typical uh, Thanksgiving, my mom actually works up at 5.30 a.m. on Thanksgiving to start cooking. Um, she she does everything. She prepares everything the night before, the day of Thanksgiving, goes to the game, leaves early to make sure I got a nice, fresh plate for us to eat after the game when everyone leaves the game. I got like 20 people in town this week for Thanksgiving. Can't wait to be with all of them because um, they're all so special to me. And, you know, I can't wait. It's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be a fun game. You know, when I got certain people in town, my son will be in town, so that might give you a clue how well this game might go. You know, the little lion's back in town. So it's going to be a fun one. Let's take some final questions from the chat before we end the, the show. Let's take some final questions from the chat. It's rumored that Kelsey's fam will meet the Swift family tonight on Monday Night Football. Do you think the Chiefs will pull off the win? Uh, for my playoff seating hopes, I hope the Chiefs will pull off the win. Um, but the Eagles might have some vengeance in their mind. Uh, that Super Bowl got them a little hot. I'm going to tune into the game after this. It's going to be a good one. I'm super excited to watch. Um, but I hope the Chiefs can win. But the Eagles... Some mad eagle people might be out there. That's uh some eagles. They they looking and Kelsey. There was a tweet uh that uh Jason Kelsey was pretty mad. He's on four against the the Chiefs and he's looking to turn that around. So that lets you know how they're look how much they're looking forward to this. Um, so it's gonna be a good match. I I really can't wait to watch it. Uh, who are you picking? OSU or Michigan? I'm going with Michigan. Um, I can never root for OSU. Um, obviously that Ohio State Penn State rivalry is just too much. We're always going. OSU. What are even yams? Wait, did someone really ask that? No, we, we're not even going to. We're not even going to get into that. If you don't know what yams are, um, I don't even know if you could watch the podcast no more. Like for real, like that's that is a that is a violation of Thanksgiving, a violation. And I and you know what is your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? I heard Dan. I don't even know how to say his last name. Right, 
He said, throw away sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie is not at your Thanksgiving. And if you do not have some vanilla ice cream or some whipped cream on your Thanksgiving meal table, do not invite me. Don't even ask me to be your friend. Don't even ask me to come over. That is just a disgrace. You do not throw sweet potato pie away, Dan. You do not do it. You do not do it. That is a disgrace and period. Um, How far the Texans going in the playoffs? I think the Texans had a chance to go pretty far. I think... uh. Depending how good they keep playing and how they keep gelling and how things uh, keep putting together, uh, I think the Texans have a chance to go at least at least past wild card divisional, if not AFC Championship game. Uh, how many sacks are you going to have on Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't want to give nobody no hopes or uh, motivation, but I keep telling myself and I keep telling my family and friends, I want that turkey leg. I want that turkey leg. I want to be biting the turkey leg on Thanksgiving. I'm wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving. So uh, I hope I have a pretty dominant game. Um, I'm speaking into existence. Um, They said, Michael, we need you alive. Don't use that C4 garbage again. Uh, We're not here to bash C4. C4, um, for the most part, I've done work with C4 before. They're a good brand. Um, I just don't think my body was used to what I took and what I was taking. Uh, and it caught me off guard. I might take like a half a scoop or below half a scoop of C4 uh, before game if I decide to take it again. Um, oh, I did forget about the cornbread. I am so sorry, y'all. I can't believe I forgot the cornbread. I definitely forgot about the cornbread. Uh, shame on me. I need to be good. Cornbread and cream corn is in the top five. Cornbread and cream corn uh, for sure. Um, they're going to go together now. Cornbread and cream corn. Um, and, and that's about it. Before we wrap, we're going to have a great game on Thanksgiving. Dallas Cowboy Nation, y'all know what to do. If you are coming to AT&T Stadium, let's turn it out. If you're spending Thanksgiving with your boy, Michael Parsons and the Dallas Cowboys, come out and show out. It's going down. Division rivalry, Cowboys versus Washington. Can't get better than this. Thursday night football. Get excited. Get going because it's going to be a good one. Uh, I can't wait to see you all there. We're going to have a good one. They got these elite receivers, great running backs. Sam Howell's playing pretty good right now. Uh, great passing game. It's going to go down. Our defense has to come out and show out at home. And y'all know how we do it at home. So let's get ready. Let's go. Uh, how about them Cowboys? i see you next week on Monday on the edge. Super excited. Let's get it. Love. Peace.